Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Creativity is intelligence having fun, said Albert Einstein. And someone who so perfectly represents this thought and idea is Chandar Manar. His involvement in a diverse range of business ventures and social services helps create new opportunities. From technology, food, aeronautics, wine, finance, to French connections and more. He has done it all. An inventive businessman and an admired mentor. Let's hear what his journey has been like. Okay, Mama, so thank you for uh, making the time for the recording today. Uh, no mention, Pallavi. Anytime, in any way I can help you or participate, I'll, I'll feel happy to do it. Thank you, Mama. Uh, what interests you to take on multiple projects and roles at a time? Yeah, I think uh, at the at the outset, mm-hmm. it is when people approach me to be part of uh, some of their initiatives. Mm-hmm. It is obvious that they feel that I could contribute to their project, right. and that is why they approach me, right? Mm-hmm. And my personality is to always say yes and help people in whatever way I can. Okay. In fact, in many a times when people uh, have called and started talking about the project, I, I said, okay, now tell me what I have to do. <laughs> right. I don't need to be, I don't need the details. Just tell me what do you want from me. Okay. And so that's, that's how it goes. Otherwise, why would somebody think of you? They think of you because they they believe that you can add value mm-hmm. and they can trust you on delivering something. So I only I only rise up to that occasion. Right. That is one. Of benefited me, uh, I would say satisfaction of having done a job well, both uh, personally mm-hmm. and working with the team's uh, participation. That's it. It's it's purely. Uh, a mindset which uh, which uh, makes me do it and at the end of it i feel happy that i could contribute and uh, help the team's initiative or objective or the project whatever they were doing and um, there's uh, i would say uh, the planning expertise mm-hmm. because of uh, years of experience of handling various projects uh, right from its scratch to its completion, I have um, a good uh, control over how to plan a particular project, mm-hmm. which I bring to the table uh, and across different domains, whether it is IT or it could be a restaurant or it could be a export business or it could be any other activity. Because of my diverse vertical domain experience, I bring a lot of uh, it to the table as far as planning is concerned. Yeah. And the second which would benefit others, I would say, uh, again, continuing on the same project would be the execution and monitoring. Because there are, there are, these are the three key things. One is planning, 
Second one is executing it and monitoring it while it is execu- being executed. Okay. So that experience also uh, would help the team uh, in the project. Okay. You know, every experience comes with its challenges. Um, so from a point of view of budding entrepreneurs, because I'm sure a lot of them uh, will be keenly listening to your uh, your recording. So, so what are the common challenges you've had with each new venture that you've um, taken on? And how, how have you been able to best manage them? Oh, I think the biggest challenge is uh, human resources in any um, uh, business enterprise because you can't do everything on your own. You will need to depend upon a team and which means human resources for various activities. Mm-hmm. So um, first one is, of course, uh, employing good uh, human resources, mm-hmm. which itself is a challenge. Um, and then uh, retaining them is a bigger challenge yes. because uh, uh, you need to be you need to provide them the right environment. Uh, you need to be a good motivator if you are a leader of that team. Right. And uh, especially for certain team members who are not self-motivated. There are, there are team members who are automatically self-motivated. You give them an objective, a plan, and they will go and do it and deliver to you. But there are a lot who need you know, uh, support and advice and guidance at every stage. Mm-hmm. which means you need to be able to identify those uh, employees or team members and help them and motivate them. And of course, the other uh, aspect is uh, uh, sometimes for a specific task, the employee or the team member may not have the requisite skill set. So again, you must be able to identify that that weakness in that team member and uh, either support it with your inputs or identify a training which will help that particular team member to upskill themselves for doing for giving a better performance okay. so these are so you see everything is uh, around hr right. in any uh, any business activity is very critical and the last but not the least is uh, finance man if you don't understand finance, of course, uh, you, you're going to be doomed in business. Uh, so, but again, finance alone is not going to give you success in business. You need to have finance and as well as a good team. You need to be surrounded yourself with a good team. Uh, and that good team could be at different levels, a manager level, or executor level, or support level, whatever levels you need for executing that business. Okay. And um, also with your, uh, the, your connections, your French connections, they've, they've been existent for as long as I can remember and have grown and developed over the years. So um, what sort of cross-cultural expansion has come from this, um, this union? Oh. <laughs> oh, there's so many. <laughs> uh, so many. <laughs> um. I'll try to list out a few. Yes, please. I always, uh, I always told the French uh, that an Indian national, for example, mm-hmm. would first say yes if, if if the French asked them to do something. The Indian national would say yes, 
and subsequently mm-hmm. when i say subsequently it could be after half an hour or it could be after a day <laughs> come up come up with the buts and ifs you know <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i said yes but then uh, you know uh, i would need this to do that something like that. right that's a typical and on the other hand the french would invariably first say no <laughs> and then come up with a yes after you know discussions and deliberation so it is a very key difference in the mental makeup and approach to uh, giving a response so mm-hmm. i would always uh, you know pull up my french uh, friends or associates and say i don't want to know from you think about it and then then come <laughs> up and tell me yes or no so yeah that was of course there's lots of difference um, in food habits or oh, i mean it's not about spices right um, generally for example a french would have a very very light breakfast you know really light by indian standards they would have one croissant and a black coffee can you believe <laughs> that's like an evening tea snack for us yeah and they would have that for breakfast at 7 am in the morning and rush to office whereas our breakfast could be would be normally much higher even if it is you know three these or two those are at home is much heavier and but the other difference is their lunch breaks especially if you are at a middle level manager i'm not talking about a factory employee mm-hmm. like a middle level manager who who is involved with customers etc their lunch breaks are very long i'm telling you their lunch breaks would be up to 3 hours oh can you God. imagine that yeah <laughs> 12:30 if they went out or even 12 sometimes mm-hmm. it would go on up to 3 pm in the afternoon wow yeah lunch is a it's a big ritual and they like to go through the starters the main course you know all of that <laughs> which is um, which is very nice you that's a very different experience whereas mm-hmm. our lunch is always very light and very short you know we could be having Uh, i i know people who have had lunch in 3 minutes or some people who take 10 minutes but not hours right so it's a it's not just eating it's a lot of discussion and then munching alongside that lunch is a very different thing okay. not not everybody you know you must may remember that i'm talking about mid level managers to senior level yeah. typical factory employee obviously he'll get only half an hour for break yeah. whatever he'll have to rush back to his duties and then dinner dinner again is a very normal dinner for them unless it's a big get together but mm-hmm. our dinner is heavy which is not good actually yeah. our dinner always tends to be a biest meal am i right yes, yes. which is which is ideal which is not ideal and the other thing about food is the the indian food cooking process is very long we take, we spend hours together in the kitchen right right and the time people spend to consume it is so short <laughs> you they, you would prepare for 3 hours and people will finish it in 20 minutes <laughs> and get up and go and on the contrary the french cooking time is much shorter as i just but yes. the time spent over the dining table is long <laughs> which is a very nice healthy thing you know you sit across the table you talk you eat 
it's a meeting place so you eat of course but then you talk and discuss various points which is very different and the other thing would be what kind uh the other thing would be uh, you will not get easily invited uh, you would not easily invite your colleague or friends the french guy would not easily invite them to their homes no unlike we do in india we mm-hmm. we might meet a friend today and invite them home in the evening right right oh no there it would take a long time getting invited to home means that you are a really close friend okay and that takes a while that takes a while it doesn't happen automatically i mean in fact i'm sure it's the same in most parts of the western world it yeah it is it's, it's not only even here in canada it's not only for mm-hmm. that aspect would be most part of the western world and the other point is uh, what i have observed over the last two two and a half decades that i have been interacting with the french mm-hmm. our involvement with politics the national politics was minimal or has been minimal uh, but of course over the last few years it is picking up when i say last four few years literally over the last 5 6 7 years i think mm-hmm. that politics has been in the minds of many people and there's lots of whatsapp exchanges etc etc but prior to that there was no involvement of an indian national whereas they i have had several experiences over the lunch or dinner i'm talking about this long lunches and dinners mm-hmm. invariably it will boil down to some political matter of their country of their french country saying this is not being done well that's not being done well this should have been done like this you know and heated arguments heated but at the end of it everybody is happy they go home bye bye but when the arguments are taking place discussions are taking place it is very personal and heated but that's a very good thing i thought wow Yeah. we never discuss we never discuss these things i mean as taxpayers to be that passionate and uh, passionately involved yeah. that is important as well passionately involved and proud about of their country right when do you when do you discuss passionately about the country when you're proud about your country and you're not happy happy about something that's happening in your country yeah. isn't it yes that attachment is there that way the list goes on i can as i told you in the beginning this is a very long list i just given you a briefly a few points and um and and from your experience how has their uh, how how long has it taken for them to get adjusted to the indian ways and understand the of course they if with a person like you they get a, a the right understanding of our processes and how we function so how 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 have they adjusted to it oh some have adjusted very well some hate it so uh, it is again a question of uh, each person's personality uh, personality in the sense your ability to adapt you know the same uh, just like uh, there are a lot of french who visit africa mm-hmm. and some very uh, difficult uh, terrains in africa but uh, they take it as an adventure right. but on the same note you the same person or a french person mm-hmm. who may not treat certain things that happened in india as an adventure so they could be complaining about it. so it's a it's a personality issue is a very personal issue uh, and it depends on how well you have traveled because travel uh, opens up your mind 
if you've traveled to to 20 different countries then the way you think and way you react and way you reflect upon different circumstances in each country is different compared to uh, the fact that if somebody has lived in France uh, for all the uh, grown up years and then uh, land up in uh, India after when they are 30s or 40s and then uh, it's it's a it's a shock because their their brains their brains are not tuned to seeing something different whereas if they have been accompanying their families from their younger ages they have been traveling to many countries they would be more easy easily adaptable to indian conditions right did that answer my question did that answer your question absolutely it did it did and um, so aside from work you've all you all you've been very um involved with the rotary club and you they've appreciated and acknowledge your commitment towards the society how has um the club contributed to to our city what are some of the significant improvements that um you have monitored and made happen and um are there other such associations as well within bengaluru or nationally across the country this is again a big question i mean the response could be long but i'll try to keep it short uh, i always told uh, people in rotary that um, i put into practice many things in uh, rotary mm-hmm. what i learned outside of rotary that is in my business experience mm. or professional experience i i shared a lot of things within rotary when i was part of several projects mm-hmm. and i also put or uh, implemented certain things in my business or professional life what i learned in rotary okay so uh for me it was work in both the places it is not work and rotary though yeah rotary is more uh for social objectives mm-hmm. and there is no financial commitments involved there in terms of uh, seeing whether you're making a profit or loss that aspect is not that's a big difference but in in terms of working it's the same same principles whatever you do in your business or professional life you would have to do in the rotary and similarly vice versa because in rotary also you take up a project you plan you execute you monitor you report you work with a team you work independently you you address a team you take their cooperation and this is the same thing that you do in your professional life right so, so that way yeah it's it's it's, it's uh, uh, one one against the other so for me it never made a difference i would always say that oh in ter- coming to pro- coming to uh, uh projects right you are must uh, you asked me about what uh, specific projects i was involved uh many 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 uh there is one project called sankhya which we initiated 15 years back uh where uh, the big satisfaction was we could bring all the technology giants like infosys hp wipro mindtree microsoft um, and uh edurite edurite is a content education content company um all of them onto a single tape for this project wow. so what is this, what does this project do uh, historically all these it companies would replace their uh, computers every 3 years that was the norm 
Of late, it has changed a bit because the equipment's lasted a bit longer. Uh, and with the work from home now, the culture is slightly changed. But traditionally, yes, they would change. So we went to all these big giants and said, okay, we are going to do a social project. We want you as partners. So you would donate all your used computers, which has, which has been used for, as far as they are concerned, it doesn't satisfy their needs anymore because the, the uh, hardware specification would change because a new project has come. Therefore, they need more memory, more hard disk. So instead of trying to upgrade, they would just dump these old computers and buy a new set of computers in, in hundreds of thousands. So when they were removing these old computers, we would go pick them up, refurbish it, upload Microsoft operating system, latest operating system. Mm. And that's how we brought them as a partner. Upload, upload uh, EduWrite content management, that is for class 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, all the various subjects, ready-made content. And of course, upload other content, which we got from Azim Prem Foundation. They are lots of contents, again, on games, etc. Mm-hmm. And give it to the needy students, mostly from government schools. But the only condition we would put is that school had to approach the local Rotary Club. Why they had to go to the Rotary Club? Because the schools couldn't afford. And you know how much we charge per, per computer? For doing all of this? 1,000 rupees. Oh, wow. Okay. And But why the Rotary Club? Because the, the, the local Rotary Club would have to take responsibility that it is really being used by the student. It is not being used for anything else. Mm-hmm. And if, the, if there's a mouse problem or a keyboard problem, they would coordinate and get the replacement from us. Yeah. And after three, four years, when, there is some, when the machine finally becomes junk and cannot be repaired or cannot find parts for that, mm-hmm. it would, the duty of the local, local, local Rotary Club to return it to us in Bangalore. And then we would send it to e-waste. So we took the end-to-end responsibility of extending the usage of those computers by three, four years at a very nominal cost as a system. Yeah. And also to see that it is not unnecessarily strewn all over, but properly given to an agency which will e- handle the e-waste part of it properly. So that was a very, and we have we have so far uh, crossed, I think, 12,000 or 14,000 computers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, another project uh, I was involved is uh, paying school fees to mm-hmm. students. We had a corpus in uh, Rotary Club. And out of the interest, we would pay school fees uh, running into lakhs of rupees every year. And we were covering more than 100 students, I think 125 students every year, So which, which, have, which involved a lot of work again. Because every quarter, we would have to visit these various schools, meet the principal, meet the student, ask the parents to come there. Because many of them come from economically weak, weak section of the society. So the parents would, you know, try to pull them and put them in some job. But we would speak to the parents and say, hey, we are paying these fees only because we want them to be educated. So it's your duty to send them to the school. And the principal would then report to us about their attendance, about their academic performance. And then we would speak to the students and uh, ask them how they were doing, what other assistance they would need, etc., etc., And of course, pay the fees. Tell them that, you know, fees is being paid because you're sticking to your 
school curriculum and the principals have so that was a very heart satisfying kind of a initiative but it involved a lot of work because we had to physically go and visit all this mm-hmm. oh, it was nice there was another project now uh, outside of this rotary i'm also involved in another social project that is to install water generated from air oh wow okay <laughs> <laughs> so um so how does it make sense what i'm telling you water generated from air i'm trying to piece it together but i'm i'm waiting to listen to you more about it uh, so there is a technology available so we call it uh, applying technology for social change that is the name of the company okay uh, so because two three of us are all from technology backgrounds uh-huh. uh so it's called atfsc applying technology for social change mm-hmm. so we uh, approach uh, large companies for their csr funds you know about csr funds yes. yeah yes i do okay so we approach those companies and tell them what we are doing in this company and uh, get them to fund that machines because those machines can cost from 5 lakhs to 40 lakhs okay. uh, depending on the capacity of water generated every hour and uh, so we have done it we have done we have now installed it in several places in schools hospitals even the jawalan jawalan nehru planetarium in bangalore has got a machine from us the 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 schools and hospitals don't pay for it it is the csr companies which pay but why do they route it through us because we identify the uh, machine because there are two three technologies uh, for water generation so um, we identify which kind of technology is appropriate for that environment then we have tied up with those vendors mm-hmm. and then not only that we also monitor their usage monitor the quality do testing every 2 months all that is our responsibility okay okay and then usage analysis and then give a feedback to the csr company which has funded mm-hmm. because they don't have the bandwidth to do all that Exactly. so we we act as an agency who would do all of that work and give them all the required reports they can justify yes and be happy that the money was used for good end use so that's another project which is going on currently so yeah several schools hospitals uh, and public places like the jawaharlal nehru planetarium we have mm-hmm. stopped so yeah things go on something else may come up at a later date i'll let you know but yeah i i i get great satisfaction out of this because it's like sharing what 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 experience you have had in all these projects yes and that's very interesting uh this getting water from air is quite uh, uh, quite interesting even to listen to and it, you've uh, you know you've given so much of um you've shared so much of your experience and how it benefits not only you but people involved and uh, even the bigger picture but for, for younger uh, for young adults for someone who's no, uh, who's not a rotarian and who's just uh, you know taking life as it comes if they were to bring the young adults and encourage them to participate in these activities that is a little, little more than what they picture life to be what would be the most simplest way to 
motivate motivate them to do that or make them understand how this could be beneficial to them because a lot of them even when you talk to them about the benefits like all of the things that you've just said we i understand it and uh, there are a few others who do understand it but there's still a, a group of um i will use the term young adults who don't see value in that just yet but it will definitely benefit them in the long run so how 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 what how can we best um encourage them to be a part of these uh these communities these groups these associations yeah um it's it's uh it, it works again several ways a if the family in the case is supposing your mother has been involved in such an association mm-hmm. you would automatically get pulled into such activities as a child mm-hmm. and in in my case also since i have been a member of the rotary for a long time mm-hmm. i pulled my daughters into that so you know that's one way of entering this so if the family has not been involved in such activities then getting a f- youngster to to participate is a bigger ask because uh, they have not experienced this along with their families and uh, they may not be mentally ready to uh, take up this task they may imagine many things mm-hmm. uh, for example rotary has got a, another branch called the rotract yeah. uh, which is for youngsters between ages of 18 and 30 the idea was to bring in children and there is one more called uh, intract mm-hmm. which is from up to 18 from so at all stages of uh, growing up life you can be part of road and service projects mm-hmm. but that happens easily if your family is already involved so your question of how to convince uh, is you can you can try as hard as as you can <laughs> but um, there has to be some amount of motivation uh from the individual's personality to say okay i i want to spare x amount of time for social objectives right um if that is if that spark is not there in the individual very difficult to pull them into this kind of activities uh okay some of them may come with friends peer pressure they come on you have to be part of this yes <laughs> and 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 because of that peer pressure they might you know stumble upon the fact that oh wow this is nice i never realized this yeah. when i was outside of it and then they would it would gather steam and they would go on to serve the society at large for many many years some of them would have some uh negative experience mm-hmm. and decide that oh, this is not for me and that no negative experience mm-hmm. could come in so many ways because when you're working in a rotary environment you learn to work with a team you learn to take on responsibility and or even delegate tasks you learn to be accountable for tasks that you take up you learn to have time discipline because rotary is very time discipline it's 7:30 means 7:30 it has never started at 7:31 so that kind of discipline right um satisfaction of having helped someone who needs the assistance learning to prepare reports i was telling you earlier on 
before the commencement of the year saying for this year we plan to do these these projects and again at the end of the year come back and say this is what we planned against that we did this right right apply a budget and manage the funds throughout the year with financial handling learning to do public speaking learning to address a small team of uh, in a project or even a larger gathering in a in a rotary meeting that is public speaking right ability to uh, what else um, uh, ability to involve and uh, handle group discussions this is another major thing people don't know how to handle themselves in a group discussion Yeah. they don't know how to interrupt a flow of thought they don't know how to put across their ideas in a way that is appealing and acceptable to the larger audience that you are addressing so where can you learn all of this hey do some social service and learn it parallel mm. or you could say oh i will do uh, some masters course or mba or whatever and say i will learn it that is that is also another way people learn a lot of things in that that uh, that route also but this is fun this is social service and at the same time you are constantly learning and that's why in the beginning of the talk today i said i have put into practice what i learned in rotary in my professional life and i've shared all the experience that i had in my professional lives into rotary absolutely i mean i i definitely hope that uh, i'm hoping that the the youngsters were listening to this again from this because every 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 sentence there was something that they could pick up from and if they they're planning especially now with so much of advancement in technology and the uh, access to resource and knowledge we have such um, we have business owners at a very young age so definitely your experience and everything that you've shared is going to benefit them and advantage them and um it was a pleasure having you on the show mama thank you so much for coming and taking the time to do this and i'm hoping that we can have you back soon uh for another topic maybe maybe to talk about technology more <laughs> or wine but um yeah definitely any time any time any time let me know thank you thank you so much well i couldn't think of a better way to end the season thanks to all our listeners your love and support has motivated us to stay afloat and share these wonderful kathas our next season is very special with more of these fun and interesting stories from across the globe if you think you know someone whose story deserves to be shared do connect with me our contact details are on the website kathas will continue to share our weekly snippets of thought provoking and self assuring listens so stay tuned until next time stay safe and spread the love